0: True Believers, welcome back to another issue of the League of Entertaining Gentlemen. Returning this week is the one, the only, the coach Hulk, Mo. Welcome back, Mo. Thanks, brother. And joining the League this week is the distinguished, the previous member of an entertaining chat, Mr. Steve Waldinger. Steve, welcome. Hey, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to have you back, good sir. And for our listeners that have been listening for a while, you'll remember that about a year ago or so, maybe even more now, there was an entertaining chat with Mr. Waldinger because he had a comic that I found at the Meltdown comic shop that I decided to pick up and read, and I loved it, called uh, George W. Bush Vampire Hunter, right?
1: That's correct, yes.
0: Yes. So, Steve, what have you been up to recently?
1: Well, the... uh Let's see, my next, my next big comic project is still in the works. I'm still in the uh, artist search phase, but I've been uh, keeping busy in the meantime. Um, me and a friend, my my artist friend Lady Beaver, uh, we started doing this thing called Comic Prov. Um, she'll draw somebody. Uh, who's, uh, we started doing this at conventions. If uh, somebody wants to... Uh, Be in a comic. We'll make that happen. She'll uh, she'll draw them in a one page story with whatever um, specific things uh, they might want to have in there. And then I uh, she does this without me knowing what she's going to draw. And then when she's done, she passes it over to me, and then I fill in the words without her having any idea what I'm going to write. So a little bit like a comics Mad Libs or comic Mad Libs. That sounds pretty fun. It is. Yeah. It's also a little kind of how Marvel used to do their comics uh back in like the 80s and maybe even earlier the art would come first uh and then the writer would fill in the words afterwards although there it was more structured they had like a general storyline that they were both working towards um but the, the, the again they were based in the words off the art and i do that here but yeah this this way it's it's we call it comic prop because it's like improv style where it just kind of whatever comes up comes up and uh um, I, I work with what she gives me and then uh and yeah, we both have a lot of fun with it.
0: So let's say Mr Coach Mo on the on the call here. Let's say he goes up to this booth and says, Hey, I wanna put me in a comic book page with the Hulk. What can mm-hmm. you do?
1: Oh, and, and then you do it. Yeah, absolutely. We love um any any specific requests we love. We we've been we've been doing it at a couple of conventions. Uh we did WonderCon back in uh, March. Uh, that was our biggest one so far, and uh, yeah, we we both get super excited when cosplayers come up because we you know we get to draw them in co- in costume. Um, my favorite one that I think we did so far was uh, this one guy. Um, he was dressed as Jeff Hardy, the uh, wrestler from WWE and, and TNA and stuff. Um, so she uh, when she drew the uh, strip, she drew. Uh, she drew Hardy, but then she also just drew all these random characters. She drew one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, She drew some sort of anime thing. Um, She drew a bat dog because she loves drawing animals. (laughs) Um, And then um, a random um, animal human dog thing dressed as a superhero who I dubbed uh, Matt Hardy. And um, so, yeah, that was... uh, that was just a blast and a half to do. So yeah, we would have tons of fun drawing Mo and the Hulk hanging out. Um, I pi- I picture him at a bar maybe <laughs> getting into a fight with the leader. Yeah, Hulk <laughs> teaming
2: up against the leader. Um, that would that would be the dream because he's only he's only you know about a foot taller than I'm. So if, <laughs> if, we the, if we use if we our he's about eight feet tall. So he's about a foot and a half taller because I'm I'm six seven. So we wouldn't oh, be too nice. too displaced.
0: So, where do you do this? At? You said comic uh, conventions. Where... where can I go for this dream? Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my soul is right now, like, my heart's so going to
2: the... like, yes.
1: We're in the early phases right now. So, um, we actually started doing this at Meltdown. They, they host a thing called Meltology. Um, it, you just put in a couple of bucks for printing costs, like three bucks, and then you draw your own one page story, and they, um, uh, they'll publish it in the zine they, they do every month. Um, we, we both started doing this at the same time. I was like, Hey, if you want to come to this, I don't really draw, but you could draw something. And if you want, I can fill in the words. And she was like, okay, cool. So we started doing it there. Then late last year, I was like, Hey, we have so much fun doing this. Why don't we do it at conventions? So we started doing conventions and, um, next Saturday, which is free comic book day, the greatest Mm -hmm. day of the year. That's
0: true. uh, I forgot about that. We have to make sure we mention that free comic book day is Saturday after this releases.
1: Yes. Yes, go to yeah, go to your your local comic book store and hit them up, and then support them because they're super awesome. Um, Yeah, we'll be doing this at a store out in LA called Alternate Universe. Uh, um, And then yeah, we have more conventions lined up, and then we're in the early phases of trying to figure out if we can do this like on stage somewhere. So that's a work in progress. I'll keep you guys posted.
0: I think you could do this on stage. Um, Do you? You probably right now she probably draws on paper, right? Yes so you could probably do a, like a digital sketch pad and then have it pro- project up on the screen and mm-hmm. then you could probably do it that way
1: yeah, actually I just came from a show last week I just kind of I went to you know just for a pure entertainment value but also kind of just scouted a little bit called Picture this which was um, it was a combination of like artists and stand uh, standups when a stand-up would tell jokes while an artist would draw on the uh, projector um, like you know various bits that the stand, that the uh, comedian was t- was telling that, really really cool that's cool
0: i'd like to see what this what this looks like in its final form i think you got a good idea going on here steve
1: oh thank you yeah i'll keep you guys posted
0: if you ever come to chicago for c2e2 or something let me know cuz it'll be a little bit difficult for me to get to to california oh. actually no i take that back i will be in california in june in san francisco area if you're doing anything around there let me know
1: oh awesome yeah we'll do
0: so Well, that's pretty cool. So, ladies and gentlemen, true believers, listeners, we are introducing you now to Mr. Steven Waldinger. And as we did in the last episode, we all kind of went through who our favorite superhero was, what drew us to the comics, why we want to continue reading the comics, and who we aspire to be. So, Steve, who is your favorite hero? Who drew you to the page? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That's awesome. I love that we've had different answers all from all the people so far
1: yes yeah you know, um I think I'm dating myself a little bit, but i um electric company was on when I was a kid, and um, spider man was was featured on there and so I think i I'm guessing I probably that was probably my very first taste of Spider-Man, but then of course quickly I had to have all things Spider-Man, and the comics were the uh, most prevalent things. So, Spider-Man was my entry point into comics, and it's a uh, it's been a wonderful relationship for all those all these years.
0: Very cool. So, which which iteration of Spider-Man is your favorite? Do you have a
1: particular favorite story? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, The I think probably the uh eighties spider man was uh those are the ones that i, I grew up with the most uh, but really he's been very consistently uh well written over the years, not counting the uh clone saga yeah. uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i mean that yeah that i understand what they' were, what they were doing with that that you could oh god you could beat yourself over that day, day and night but i wasn't i wasn't terribly offended by it it wasn't I, it wasn't bad. I didn't, I didn't have the vehement reactions that everybody else did, but yeah, at the same time, it, it didn't feel totally right. It, it was a sense of relief when the real Peter, the real Peter Parker came back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think 80 Spider-Man. Um, I love what Dan Slott's doing with Spider-Man now. Um, have you read Spidey? Spidey. Yeah. 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 That's a fun book.
0: What, what do you think of the villain of the week?
1: scenario? It's, that uh, it's working for them. I mean, they're, essentially just kind of retelling a lot of the uh, for the most part they're kind of retelling a lot of the original spider-man stories like they they did the first recently that they did the first uh, meeting with dr doom um i think the goblin me i haven't read them all so i um i don't know if like the goblin was just in the recent one but i don't know if that was like his first appearance or if they did a previous goblin one but, um, yeah, when I read that Doctor Doom one, I was like, oh, this is just a different take on when Spidey met Doctor Doom way back when.
0: Mm-hmm. That's cool. So we also talked about the portrayals on the screen of, of our different comic book characters. And so for the silver screen so far, we've seen the Spider-Man movies back in the early 2000s, and that was played by Tobey Maguire. And then we had the later ones, the amazing Spider-Man movies, with Andrew Garfield. And we're going to have a new uh, actor with Tom Holland, I think is his name, in the the upcoming Spider-Man films, including Civil War. So, from what you've seen so far, who is your favorite on-screen adaptation of
1: Spider-Man? I think, so far, Tobey Maguire. He he loses points for Spider-Man 3, but (laughs) I can't blame him for that. Um, But yeah, Spider-Man 2, I think that's... That's probably my all-time favorite comic book movie. Spider-Man um,
0: Two is a fantastic movie.
1: I yeah, like, yeah, just it. absolutely incredible.
0: Great Doc Ock. I mean, it was it was it's a great formation. I need to go back and watch those movies again because on the main show, I've been going back and we've been watching the X-Men movies. You know, chronicling that up to the release of Apocalypse this year, and. Out watching X-Men and X-Men 2 just reminded me so much of how I loved those movies. And, mm-hmm. you know, Spider-Man came out about the same time in Spider-Man 2, and I really want to go back and watch those again. But then Spider-Man 3 is going to come along and just be like, oh.
1: <laughs> you can just kind of pretend that didn't... It got it got fixed during the uh, uh, Days of Future Past timeline reboots. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, X-Men 3 is terrible, and, uh, <laughs> but Spider-Man 3 isn't that bad. So, that is... That is Steve as an introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to discuss a little something different this time. Since we've been introduced now, we're going to turn the floor over to Mr. Mahoney, and he can Hulk out this week. Mo, what you got? I'm very
2: disappointed in everybody getting all jacked about Civil War.
0: What? Hold it! Stop. Yeah. I gave you the floor. You can't do this. (laughs) No, I have to. Mr.
2: Fantastic needs to be mentioned, he needs to be talked about, because it's right. It is exactly, he's in that line. He's one of the ones who teams up with Iron Man for all these great things because of all these bad things that the superheroes are doing. Not on purpose, but there was mass destruction. Hulk was ruined in Las Vegas. I, you know I love the Hulk. Things happen. But if Mr. Fantastic doesn't get a mention, a nod, a hat throw, that movie would be ruined for me.
0: He's not going to get a mention.
2: He needs a mention. (laughs) I'm sorry. You can't take an awesome comic, an awesome series, an awesome setup that they did for the whole Civil War run back in 2006 and ruin it by not having one of the main characters because of some stupid rights because somebody else owns it. No, he needs a nod. Either they need to say, hmm, that was fantastic at some point in time, or they ruined it because they didn't pay tribute to someone who is a huge benefactor of what made that comic
0: so good. What if they take his... His portion of that comic and portray it with somebody else like Black Panther. I do love me some Black Panther. Ah.
2: Okay, I'm calming down a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Am I giving you, you the
0: lullaby? So you're you gonna you me the lullaby?
2: <laughs> like I'm 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 unflexing. I'm relaxing a little bit. I would love for someone like that to get more of a part because I do love Black Panther, but. There's just so many things that made that comic run. The, the little shout-outs from you know, Luke Cage was in there. You had um, the Hulkling. You had all these really great things that tied in, especially the X-Men stuff, but I'm not going to be super disappointed in that because I feel like they already had their Civil War arc kind of put in place. Um, but I'm, really, I'm going to be really discouraged if someone like Mr. Fantastic, who was a huge part of that story, if they don't have some of the things that he brought to it involved. But, Nate, with your calm, collected, awesome brain power, if they gave some of that stuff to to the Black Panther, I'd be all right.
0: Crisis averted, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) But since you're talking about Civil War, Steve, the movie is coming out May 5th. That is less than a week away from when we're recording. That is the week... Of release of this podcast. We've seen the trailers, we know the synopsis. What are you, Mr. Waldinger, looking for in the Civil War movie?
1: Well, I'm obviously very excited that Spider Man's in it, that he's getting a proper introduction to the uh, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Hopefully, Mr. Fantastic and company aren't too far behind. Yes, amen. Amen. (laughs)
2: There (laughs) you
1: go. Yeah, definitely Spider Man. And then, um, so hold I'm on just... a second.
0: R- r- real quick, since you've seen Spider Man and what he's going to look like in the movie, and you're a Spider Man fan, what do you, what's your take on the suit and what you know of him so far?
1: I've only just recently seen the full suit, like this week, and it was just briefly during like the a commercial on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm one of those guys, I like to see trailers in the movie theaters, um, so I, I rarely go online to watch them. And, um, even though I've seen the picture a gazillion times, I only seen the full suit recently and it's a cool suit It um, it's not as old school as the internet le- led me to believe. I mean, it's definitely got some of the old school design elements. Um, but to me, it's, it's, it seems, it seems pretty modern. Um, they've done a good job conveying the suit. I think all, all formats, um, the Raimi, uh, movies and then the, uh, the amazing Spider-Man ones. And, uh yeah this one uh looks like it's gonna be another uh, stellar outfit
0: very cool. What do you think of the eyes having like that mechanical aspect to them
1: oh is, is are they gonna like did are they gonna move like how like he sometimes has a motion in the comics uh-huh oh okay I like that um because that was something that the it was a it's a cheat in the comic. I don't think anybody ever would really call it out. But if you think about it, Spider Man's eyes should never be able to. They should never have any other uh, picture than other other than the mask because mm-hmm. it's a mask. It doesn't, you know, it can't convey emotion. It's not the. Uh, it's not. Um, uh, guy from Watchmen. R- Rorschach. Rorschach. It's not Rorschach's mask exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. Now that they're, I, I always love explanations for things so yeah mechanical eyes works for me
0: that is awesome i'm looking forward to it too so continue on i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but i i, I knew i would forget to ask you your thoughts but continue please mr waldinger
1: oh that's um and just the overall just seeing where they're how this because marvel's just doing an incredible job of what of, of the storytelling that they're they're doing with all their movies i mean that all their movies are Individual, yet they connect um, in the bigger scope of things. So, just uh, seeing how this is going to build into um, the future of the Marvel Universe, very specifically Avengers three, which is supposed to be like the ultimate, biggest mega uh, com- com- uh, Marvel combination crossover thing ever.
0: The Infinity War Part One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hulk smash. Yeah, Hulk <laughs> will be in that movie for yes, sure. Yes, he will be. And in fact, I'm also hearing rumors that he may be in the Thor movie, which would be amazing. But before we talk about the Hulk again, Mr. Mm-hmm. Mahoney, what do you think about Civil War? What are you looking forward to? And I know you, you've you hoked out already about Mr. Fantastic, but let's lay that aside. I'm, I'm going to put it over here. Put it over there. <laughs> put it on the shelf.
2: All right. I'm really excited for Captain America to go to jail. <laughs> I'm telling you, um, when when Iron Man wins this... And Cap goes in chains. I'm excited for this because I'm not a Captain America fan. I don't like a shield. I'm sorry. It seems like a cheat to me. There's a fancy shield. Nobody else has shields. Everybody (laughs) else just does their thing. But Whatever. I'm not going to talk about it. Leave it alone there But because that helps us start that path that's going to lead me towards what I want, which we've talked about last time. Just Planet Hulk, World War Hulk, for the whole world to enjoy. But That's gonna be big. The other thing I'm really excited for is to see I hope this doesn't ruin it for everybody. If if you've never read that comic, stop. Spoilers for the next fifteen
0: seconds.
2: This is big. I'm really excited to see Spider Man flip sides. I'm really that's that's a big thing that that, from that series that I really loved was him him going from Tony Stark fanboy to wait, this isn't this isn't right. I don't like what's happening, I don't like what's going on here. Spoiler time over taco
0: cat Taco same cat forward movie. as it is back I know <laughs> <laughs> well so that's pretty cool what else um,
2: I'm really I, the fighting scenes are going to be good but I'm hoping that we get um, a Luke Cage shout out from the cinematic the Netflix stuff
0: I, I, I hope would, we get shout outs for all those characters daredevil yep. Jessica Jones Luke mm-hmm. Cage that would be great
2: I think that would be really really huge Um, And some of the stuff that they've had happen in, say, the New York area post the event, because it's always mentioned in that, the Netflix shows, like, you know, oh, well, the event, oh, you know, and they reference it loosely. Mm -hmm. I would love to have some of the stuff they've done maybe become a one-liner or a reference uh, in this stuff. Um, And I'm going to, the last thing I'm really excited about is going to see Ant-Man's role. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it going to be Hank Pym? who's doing a lot of the thinking and the the fighting of the when they're they're going, you know, why should we do this? Why should this happen? Or is it going to be, you know, our new Ant-Man? I think it's uh, probably just going to be Scott Lang. Yeah, and that's where I'm going to be kind of excited to see where this all gets put together.
0: Very cool. Well, as for me, I'm just excited to see Iron Man take on Captain America. That since I've read the Civil War comic way back when, I, I've, I've been envisioning this kind of meeting in the cinematic universe, and now we're getting it. And the build-up to it has been immense. The, as, this is branded as a Captain America movie. So most likely Captain America is going to come out on top on this movie. He's mm. probably not going to be in chains at the end of the movie, but mm. we don't know. So with this movie and Captain America being you know, facing off against Iron Man, they're introducing uh, the Black Panther in this movie, Iron Man, I'm oh, sorry, Spider-Man in this movie, and they're bringing back the vision. I mean, this is Avengers 2.5 for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. You're missing two key characters, obviously, the Hulk and the Thor. Keyest, The keyest of the keys. <laughs> the, the key <laughs> eye? Well, yeah, key yes. Yes. But, you know, y- if you think about it, Whoever has the Hulk on their side wins. Whoever has Thor on their side could win, but really, honestly, whoever has Vision on their side now could win. Mm-hmm. And he's he's picked a side from what we see, but maybe he won't use his power to, to to fight this. He'll just intellectually be there because if Vision decides to fight, there's there's no there's nobody to oppose him. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: You, so. you could argue that Scarlet Witch could if they give her like the. Avengers disassembled powers that she had, but uh, it, she didn't flash any of those abilities like that in um, Avengers 2, so it's doubtful she has that kind of powers, or if she does, she has access to them or something like that. So True. And she's
0: been training since the end of Avengers 2, so we don't know what she's learned. Very true. But I'm, I'm excited to see this big ensemble of characters come together again because I love it when we see them all on screen. I love the Avengers films for... Those scenes where it kind of swings that camera around and you see all the characters, uh, my one of my favorite cinematic scenes in in recent memory is in the Avengers movie when they're fighting against the Ch- the Chitauri, and it they all just kind of come around. There's this this shot that they're all tracking and doing their own thing individually, and then they all come together at the end, and it's just the build up and the music and everything that they have that. Ladies and gentlemen, true believers, if you are not a comic book fan after that moment, if you don't feel it at that moment, that this is the Avengers, this is, this is special, then I don't know what's wrong with you. But, Amen. <laughs> aside from that, this movie just looks really fun, looks really good. The, the buzz has been very positive from the early screenings. And, you know, we've recently had Batman v Superman And that movie, I've only seen it one time, but it was... A lot of people think it might have been not what they were looking for in a movie, but you know, it was an interpretation of the story. It was... They did something that was not necessarily what people expected, and that's what the backlash has been against. With Marvel, you know what to expect when you're going in on this movie, and that, I think, is going to just speak to people enjoying it more off the bat. But with these... With the heroes that have been facing each other recently, let's recount them on the cinematic side. You've got in Daredevil Season 2, the Punisher shows up, and there's a little scuffle between Daredevil and Punisher. Mm-hmm. In Batman v Superman, obviously, Batman v Superman. No further explanation needed. And now we have Captain America versus Iron Man, arguably the two most popular heroes at this point. I've, I wager to you that in the public mind, Iron Man is the most popular hero. Puny humans. Suppose, so. <laughs> Hulk is not far behind. I mean, Hulk is actually great because he's he's always a scene stealer whenever he's in the movies, isn't he? Yep. Like That's how the big guy rolls. <laughs> I mean, I, I love the the scene with him in Avengers where they're fighting and then he punches Thor for no apparent reason, and then <laughs> when he takes and smashes
1: Loki around, puny god. Puny I mean, yeah, I mean god, that is the greatest line in the movie, yes. Yep, yep.
0: It's so good because that is the Hulk and that's why I think that's why a lot of people love the Hulk because he's, he's unbridled fury and rage, but you know what? Loki can't, Loki is scared of him, obviously, because after yeah. that he's like, oh, that, the look on his face after he's been manhandled or sorry, Hulk handled yeah. was, was immense and great. But aside from from that, this is the culmination of where we're at in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's exciting. Now, I will admit that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been, to me, lackluster. I'm like three or four episodes behind. I will catch up before the the Civil War movie because a lot of times they reference something or they build into something with the the TV show. But, Steve, you've been watching Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Is it required watching at this point? How do you feel about that TV show?
1: It's definitely not required watching uh, for the movies. Um, It's one of those shows where I watch, but it's like... I'm never, like, enthusiastic. Oh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., gotta catch it! You know, it's like I'll watch it when I watch it. Um, The cast is great, but yeah, just... The stories are just kind of... Not meandering. They have their points, but it just seems... On the whole, I'm I'm never just gung-ho. Oh, must watch as soon as possible. You know, it's like, eh, you're Mm. there. I'll watch you.
0: Yeah. They're really pumping this inhuman thing in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And honestly, I got to tell you, I I don't really... That's not what I wanted in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I I wanted a show about the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doing Mm -hmm. their thing. When the Avengers aren't needed, or when Iron Man's not needed, or Captain America... They're going around, they're they're finding out information about Hydra. they're they're doing you know espionage type things. That's what I wanted when I first heard about this show. What, what did you want from it?
1: it would, um, I like the yeah, the behind the scenes stuff like because it, it's gotten to the point where it's like they can handle almost any threats. like if all you did was watch Agents of Shield and yeah um, that you didn't even know about the movies, you'd be like, okay, yeah, these these people could take on anybody um that's kind of like the power level they've gotten to is like oh superpower people meh we'll just take them out with punches and stuff like they actually took out the absorbing man in an in an episode and mm-hmm. i was not happy about that <laughs> yeah so it would have just been nice to see them like doing do, like s- spy stuff basically right exactly that's that's what i would want to see
0: from this show the because you look at the avengers movie and you have Technically, uh, Black Widow is an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and so is Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, so I want to see you know the missions that they go on, the things that they reference, because they're not super-powered. That's not what it's about. But I guess they decided that they had to have all this inhuman stuff. And I, I say to you, if these inhumans exist and they're on the side of S.H.I.E.L.D., they're on the side of goodness, we'll say, why is Hawkeye still on the team when they have a girl that can, you know, Create earthquakes or a guy that can fire lightning out of his
1: hand. Why is Hawkeye
0: still around? Oh,
1: uh, that whenever like think of that. There, there was a SNL live sketch a couple years ago. Jeremy Renner was the host, and they did an Avengers sketch, and uh, they were just referencing you know like Hawkeye being on the team, and they're like, "There's still do- there's still tons of aliens around." And Hawkeye's like, "Well, there's six left, thanks to me. You're welcome."
0: <laughs> yeah. Mo, have you watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I watched the first
2: one, the first full season. Really loved it. Like, I was so pumped for the second season. And then we went down that rabbit hole where I was like, I don't know if I really care about any of this stuff. Um, I think I finished season two. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm going to be quiet on where I finished. But um, I wanted to start season three, but Hulu doesn't have... Seasons 1 through like 10 on there. They have oh, like the last the like 5. Episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, right, I'll just wait till Netflix gets it. So I like, can't wait. And then I'll run right through it. But for, I, again, I don't know if there's spoilers, but doesn't uh, Tony Stark become the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. at the end of Civil War?
1: Um, that happens, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, in the storyline for the comic. Yeah. So, looks like someone's out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> So, and we we know that the comics are just kind of source material, but the movies are their own thing. They don't yeah. adhere to the comics because a Black Panther is in the Civil War and he wasn't really a main part of Civil War uh, yeah. in the comic line, but I don't know. I think that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is definitely not required watching at this point, but for myself, for my personal fandom, I will watch it. But it's begrudgingly. It's because it's part of the MCU that I watch it. It's not that I enjoy it. It's it's almost like work in a way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Might have to jump on Amazon and watch those just before Thursday night.
0: Yeah. I mean, Ugh. I think it'll be... I mean, if you try to binge watch that show, it really... I don't, they need a super cut of the season <laughs> just to get you to where you need to be. A cliff notes. Yeah. Here, You could, honestly, you could go into Wikipedia and read the, the, what you need to know <laughs> to get where you're at in Hulu. Ah, But I digress. Anyway, Agents of She... I'm sorry, Agents of Shield. We're done with that. The other shows, the Netflix shows, however, are, in my opinion, required watching. Do you have any opinions on those, Steve?
1: Uh, I, they're awesome. Um, what I had a theory about Civil War before there, we knew anything about Civil War. And I, I, I thought that maybe they might use the Netflix shows to uh, um, kind of have Civil War be more closer to the comic book Civil War. Like, you might have, like, the, the um, you know, the, they, they might be talking about how these street superheroes are, you know, causing problems and stuff like that and how, like, they might sanction some, some of the government superheroes to uh, try and stop them but they and then um there's a there's a fight because some of them want to help the street superheroes some of them you know want to listen to the government and so forth so i thought that was their opportunity to kind of um incorporate it more to be like the comic book civil war but uh i'm happy that it's um it's on its own and uh yeah they have a they have a cool very cool thing going on over there and i'm just anxious to see uh everything else they got coming up um because they, they got Luke Cage, uh, will be, have his own show soon, and Iron right, Fist. and then yeah, Iron Fist, and then they're ultimately going to have the Defenders. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so it is definitely exciting to see what they do with it, and that is a, something I look forward to. I look forward to when that season drops on Netflix, and I don't really care when Agents of Shield airs on ABC. <laughs> How about you, Mo? What, what's your your take on the Netflix shows? I
2: that was that was literally like. Steve, how you just said that was awesome, because that would have been amazing to have Iron Man drop in at the end when the Punisher stuff's going on uh, in Daredevil. Like, that would have been so cool. I wish that they would have thought of that, how to tie those those worlds in together. Um, the biggest thing for me is if Luke Cage isn't in this, I need Luke Cage and Jessica Jones to be together soon. Like, uh, the way the comic strip, the the new comic run that just came out. That is, like, one of my favorite couplings because her vulgarity and his, like, just super, you know, sweet giant guy thing they put together it's such a funny thing and so enjoyable. I think seeing it with those two characters in real life on Netflix would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I think I think it would hit a home run um, just because of the way, like, in the comics they're written, you know, she's swearing up a storm and yet he's, because they have a kid together, like, not allowed to use swear words. And he'll be like, Yes, cuddly pop, I'm so sorry I did that. And she's over here (laughs) dropping F bombs because he's like, Nope, it's Jessica. She's allowed to do it, Jessica, once because, you know, I just, I would love to see that. So.
0: Yeah. And that, he was a really good piece of casting, I think, for for Jessica Jones for sure. Yep. I think that Luke Cage's character, really well done, has that look of the comic adaptation. And. Mm. One thing I can say about the Netflix casting is everybody has been cast really well. Because these are all people that we've known for a long time. These aren't the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that they're creating for this new stuff. These are ad- adapting Foggy. You know, It's adapting Kingpin. It's adapting Daredevil. And I think it works out really well. King- Kingpin's casting has been really well. Uh, yeah. really, really, really good. Uh, what's his name? Get oh, Vincent,
1: D- Vincent D'Onofrio?
0: Yeah, he does. He's he's excellent, and I absolutely love the Kilgrave villain. Uh, and who it was? David <sighs> Tennant, right? <Whew. laughs> I, I think you have thoughts, Mo. <laughs> I don't want to spoil stuff. Like I'm so I'm
2: trying not to spoil all these things that I have run through my mind, but. We talked last time about how much I hated the Kilgrove character. Like not he's a great actor. Plays the role really well. Really awesome setup. But like I hated how bad he was. Like uh-huh. what a monster he was. And so when I finally finished Jessica Jones, I was so happy and elated and excited, but that was where I was getting all excited and choked up. I was yeah, trying was to keep good. it in. <laughs> yeah, Love it's, it. Go Yeah, ahead, that Steve. was that was a bad guy I loved to hate. Like Yeah. It's just he be he Climbed up to the top behind Handsome Jack.
0: So, nice. any thoughts, Steve?
1: Um, I'm a little behind on a little bit of those shows, so I haven't seen. Uh, I'm not up to date with what you guys were just talking about. I'm glad I kept my. So lunch. Gonna, but yeah, you get yeah. Uh, those were those were a good job of of no spoilers, because yeah, I, I I still don't know. So, spoiler free talk. since 03. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I definitely recommend that you uh, get a chance to watch those two because i think you'll enjoy it a lot more than agents of shield oh yeah
1: (laughs) it's on the to-do list very soon i'm gonna get all that caught up
0: you know i think it would have been funny if marvel would have named civil war as like iron man v captain america and they had (laughs) charlie cox come in there as daredevil to be the lawyer uh, in, in a civil suit against each other
1: That would have been sweet. That would have been really good.
0: (laughs) This whole movie is just actually going to be a courtroom scene, guys. I I don't know (laughs) if you've heard of this or not.
1: Side question. Does DC, do they have any super superpower lawyers? Because, I mean, in in Marvel, you have Matt Murdock and you have She-Hulk, Jennifer Walters. I can't, off the top of my head, think of any in DC.
0: I don't think there are. I mean, there may be, but I, I can't think of any off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, so based just solely on that, Marvel wins the lawsuit because they have yeah. you know, the lawyers.
0: <laughs> they got good lawyers on retainer. They got Exactly. They got the co-counsel of uh, Murdoch and Murlock and Nelson and uh, She-Hulk. She-Hulk. <laughs> Murdoch
1: and Hulk for hire.
0: There you go. That'd be awesome.
2: <laughs> the slogan, we'll fight for you, would be a double meaning, so that's even hey, better.
1: If you remember your... <laughs> uh, 80s Hulk, uh, Daredevil and Hulk did t- uh, Daredevil and Hulk did team up in uh, one of those made for TV movies. Somebody told me that I've never watched those stuff. <laughs> I feel like I need to. But they also
2: team up in a lot of the comics, um, where uh, the Hulk will you know arrive in New York to talk to Daredevil or ask questions. Mm-hmm. Especially with the, the last couple runs, have been really good with that. So
0: nice. You haven't. So as big of a Hulk fan as you are. Have you watched the old TV show? That, I,
2: I, when I first got all hooked into this, which was a couple of years ago, they told me to steer clear. And the reason why was they said, you're going to love the Hulk stuff, but the Bruce Banner stuff's going to drive you nuts. And they kept telling me, because that's what, I, I love the relationship between the two. Like, that's where I get myself really hooked. And my, my claws get all excited is when I have a comic run where it's like, here's a couple of Bruce Banner, Banner clips, and then bam gotta Hulk out and go nuts and they're like you're not gonna enjoy it as much and then they told me that the story stuff was never really good so I have stayed away from it so as not to have my Hulk the one that I see in my eyes when I close them, to have him ruined
0: <laughs> yeah
2: you know what I mean it's like it's like that that perfect girl who's a Picasso like from far away you're like oh yeah I remember that but you're really close you're like oh that nose, that nose, is it on backwards <laughs> What happened to you? <laughs> and, uh, so I, I, I respect the old TV show. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I heard it was nice. But I've, I've never watched it, and I, I never planned to.
0: Well, fair enough. One day, I think you owe it to yourself to do it. But build up your love for Hulk a little bit more first. <laughs> yeah, really dive in. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, anything else further you'd like to say in anticipation of Civil War?
1: Um, I just, I, I'm anxious to see um iron man gets a he's it looks like he's gonna get a fair shake this time around because in the comic he was very very arguably the villain of civil war um but even if even if you um you know didn't view him as a villain he came out very unlikable for a while and the movies um i i speculate the movies saved iron man because he was getting a lot of like character crap uh, in the comics. And then the movies came out and everybody loved him again. So they kind of brushed aside everything that he did during civil war. But yeah, for, for a stretch there, he was, he was getting a tons of crap in the comics because of his part in civil war. So it's nice to see Iron Man. He looks a little sim- uh, you know, some commercials and trailers show him as being even sympathetic. So it's, it's going to be nice to see um, both of them with more equal footing this time around than they had in the, in the comic civil war. Yeah,
0: Mo. Any final thoughts on anticipation?
1: Hashtag Cap <laughs> oh, in Jail.
0: Captain what? Cap in Jail. Cap in Jail.
1: Cap in Jail. Oh, Cap in Jail. Gotcha. <laughs> Hashtag Cap in Jail. Hashtag Cap in <laughs> Nice. It'll be trending soon because the whole world's in like, yes, he's in
2: jail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Feel it. Well, I think that moves us towards our closing remarks of the episode, but. Before we do that, gentlemen, any recent recent uh, recent acquisitions of note that you'd like to share? How about you, Steve?
1: Oh, this was a fantastic comic week for me. All my uh, favorites came out. Uh, Miss Marvel came out this week. Yeah. Uh, Sex Criminals came out this week, uh, and Unbeatable Squirrel Girl came out this week. Plus, also uh, Saga, which is a uh, I have that slotted in is just a tier below those ones. In my, my personal um, ratings, but it's a phenomenal comic. Uh, so, yeah, very, very good comic week for me. Um, I, out of those, I've, I've read Saga and Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl was like a, uh, they did a choose your own adventure style. Uh, so, that was a, a lot of fun with a already super fun book. I uh, haven't read Miss Marvel and, and Sex Criminals yet, but I'll be getting to those very soon.
0: Very good. How about you, Mo?
2: Um, I actually have my – I pulled them with me for this podcast uh, right in front of me. The the ones right, I have them in order, ones I'm so excited to read to the least excited. We have the all-new Wolverine where Squirrel Girl makes oh, an appearance. Yes. We what number we is have, that? Uh, that is number seven. Okay. We have Old Man Logan number five, which is going to probably be uh, the one that I'm not as excited for because he already fought Hulk. So that's I'm, we'll I'll enjoy it though. I can How feel many it. Well, that was very really well
1: done. I like that fight. How They're many issues really, is it yeah.
2: supposed to be? Um I haven't seen. Um I just once I read the first one, I was hooked because I love I love the the future he comes from is ruled by Hulks. So I kind <laughs> of enjoy that. Uh, then we have Miss Marvel number six, which you know just got a shout out, and then Miss uh, Spider Woman, number six. So and you
0: also have read the new silk recently that you
2: really enjoyed Yes. With. I uh, the silk stuff is fantastic. Um she's been crawling up my my list to like my she's probably my top 4 right now for favorite favorite comic series. Wow. So it's So what's what's your top 4 then? Top 4. Hulk followed by She-Hulk, followed by the new uh Wolverine, then Silk. Nice. Yeah, I got three girls in my top 4. I need to get a a dude my fifth one.
1: <laughs> Eighth Force well, is a pretty good book too uh, featuring She-Hulk yep, among she's in there. several others. Medusa, Captain Marvel, uh Dazzler and the girl from Runaways, Nico, mm-hmm. and Singularity who came from the uh Secret Wars. And yeah, I think that's everybody.
0: No. Yep. Cool. Anything else you have acquired recently, Mo?
2: For my birthday? Uh, my awesome wife tracked down Hulk number six. So, of the original six issue run back in 1963, I now have issues two, three, four, five, and six. Wow! Just, just that awesome. elusive number one. Uh, it's so fun to hold those and, and just read them and, and have that that original stuff in my hands. Uh, it was an awesome gift and, and one that I, I will
0: not soon forget. So, let's say that you were to see Hulk number one at a comic convention what would you pay what is the most that you would pay for hulk number one the most i will pay
2: is i don't feel comfortable spending more on a comic than i would a console so i won't spend over 400 dollars well it's probably going to be a lot
0: more than
2: that (laughs) It, it it is a lot more than that and that's why i don't own it um Maybe, maybe someday I'll change and I'll, I'll really just save up and pinch pennies to be able to afford one because they are very, very spendy. But right now, uh, I've read that story um, online. Uh, I bought one of those classic uh, graphic novel collections um, so that I could read the story and just get everything out of it and just dive into that world more. But to really own the, the official number one, it's talking thousands of dollars, um, and I just, I can't at this point when there's so many wonderful stories for me to read. Um, you know, I'm spending between 50 and $80 a month on, on new comics that are coming out. I don't, want, I don't want to take from that. I don't want to take from seeing the adventures that silk's going on. I don't want to take from all this stuff that I get to read and enjoy so that for the next year, I don't get to read any of them so I can own one of those. But maybe someday I'll change my mind.
0: Very nice. I was just kind of looking to see how much it costs, and it looks like it ranges... Anywhere from like 49000 to <laughs> 4500 So yeah, there, yeah. there's a bit of a swing. Yeah. <laughs> so Just save up those pennies, Mo. Sell a house and
1: buy a I'm hoping to see you on Comic Book Men uh, haggling with Walt on the price. <laughs>
0: uh, that'd be funny. I mean,. I- have you ever gone onto eBay and looked to see if you can see it on there and see if you can get a crazy deal or something?
2: I have. The, the lowest I've seen it, someone had one for about 700 Uh The back page was completely ripped off, and I really thought about it. I was like, you know what? Do I need that back page? Do I really need it? Can I get can I get away with it? But no, at the, at the same time, I just said, you know, ah, I, I want one that I'm going to be able to read. It's going to be complete. So if I do do it, uh, it's a long time from
0: now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking again just to see. They're they're asking a lot for that book, man. There's even one listing that's got it listed for 99,000. I think that's a bit of a stretch, but it is signed by Stan Lee.
2: Yeah, I'm good. I would rather I just want the story.
0: <laughs> you can probably buy it digitally and print it out. <laughs> Slide it in the sleeve, roll it up. Yes. <laughs> it's oh. official. Well, for me, any other uh, comic, ad, uh, acqui- uh, any other acquisitions, Mo.
2: Actually, because of you, I went and bought the Wolverine, Old Man Logan, that first run they did, uh, the people. graphic novel, um, because cause you of posted me. it. Yeah, you posted it. Wasn't that you? Yes, it was. Um, the chat, and I was like, you know what? I I love the new stuff, so I'm gonna go pick this up and dive into it, and uh, so this is gonna probably be my weekly nightly reading for the next couple nights. Cool.
0: I'm glad I could be of service to you, sir. Anything else? No, that's it for me. Cool. So for me, it's been a light week, but I did visit the local comic shop here in Washington, Illinois, Zeke's Comics and Games, before recording today. And today I picked up two hardcover graphic novels, or not graphic novels, they're the collections of books. Uh, Arkham Genesis, I think it is it's the lead-in to the Arkham Knight game um Mm -hmm. it's it's got the Arkham Knight on the cover so I got that because I've been kind of looking for that one and it's in hardcover and I really like buying those books in hardcover because you can get them in paperback but to me it I think it means a lot more to me to have it physically in hardcover than it does in paperback do you guys have any thoughts on that do you do you prefer one one method or another when it comes to trades
2: uh I prefer the hardcover um I like the, It just looks on the shelf better. I think that it's a little more well done, and you're not so worried you're going to damage it between
0: reads. Yeah. How about you, Steve?
1: I don't have a major preference. Um, I, I tend to go more paperback, but um, if I want the book as soon as possible, I'll, I'll get the hardcover like, right when it comes out.
0: Yeah. So I got that book, and I also got Injustice Year 2, Volume 1, also a hardcover, so that I still need to read the year... W- what did I say? I got Injustice Year 2, Volume 1. I need to read the Year 2. Good. I can't talk. I need to read <laughs> the Year 1 stuff uh, b- before I can get to that one, though, because I have the hardcover of Year 1, Volume 1, and I have the paperback version of Volume 2. So I need to read those two, then I'll get into that one, then I'll continue reading that. I want to catch up to that because I've heard great things about that series.
1: Yeah. Fantastic series. Yeah, you have some great reading. great reading ahead of you.
0: I'm looking forward to it and continuing on the DC front. I also picked up something that I've been, you know, I've been kind of wanting for a long time ever since I I heard about it. I thought it sounded fantastic and he had it in the shop. And so a few days ago I was in there and I saw Superman Red Sun. Mm. Have you have either of you guys read this book? I'm I mar- haven't actually. I'm I almost worked. entirely Marvel, so. No. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I've heard incredible things about it, just haven't, it's one of those books that I haven't gotten to yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've heard incredible things about it, too. So let me just read the back cover to you. Let's see. Superman, strange visitor from another world who can change the course of mighty rivers, Ben Steele in his bare hands, and who, as the champion of the common worker, fights a never-ending battle for Stalin, socialism, and the international expansion of the Warsaw Pact. In this startling twist to a familiar tale, a certain Kryptonian rocket ship crash lands on Earth, carrying an infant who one day became the most powerful being on the planet. But his ship doesn't land in America. He is, raised, he is not raised in Smallville, Kansas. Instead, he makes his new home on a collective in the Soviet Union. So I thought that sounded interesting. He lands in, in, in Russia and is raised as a Russian, and he's, he's fighting for Stalin and communism. And even you look in this book, Batman is also Russian. Wonder Woman is Russian. It, it, this looks excellent. I cannot wait to read this book.
1: When did that come out? Was it, a, was it a 90s book, or was it after, like, was it 2000s?
0: I think it was 2000s. Let me see if I can find a date for this book. Hold here. on. While you're doing that, my question... How does
2: Superman landing somewhere else affect Wonder Woman and
0: Batman? <laughs> I don't know. I'm story. gonna find out. <laughs> was, I'll let you know. <laughs> was his landing
2: so like catastrophic that <laughs> the Wayne's like, you know what? We can't live here. We need to move.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after um, Bruce Wayne's parents die, he's all like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go live where that alien ship crashed." Yeah, this would be way nicer. <laughs> Um, so this
0: this book was printed in 2014, originally. So it's not terribly old. Obviously, it, it's within the past few years. But man, it looks great. This art looks great too. It's by so it's Mark Millar, Dave Johnston, and Killian Plunkett. I I can't wait to read this book, you guys. It looks great. <laughs> You're gonna have to explain to me how Batman moved. <laughs> I think this is a book that you should pick up, uh, Mo, and I think we should talk about it in a future episode. Okay. <laughs> so, in addition to in addition,
1: it was released to- in 2003. I um, just looked it up because I was just curious what its re- what its uh, relation was to uh, like the distance between the uh, end of the Cold War and uh, um, the pub the publication of that. Yeah,
0: I don't. I'm not sure, but it, it's. It's fantastic. I, I'm just looking at a cell right now that has Wonder Woman fighting Batman, and I don't know the context or any reason, but it just looks great. This this book, you guys. I love it. Um, so I'll talk about that in a future episode. And, Mo, I want to talk about it with you. So we have an All assignment. Right. I'll jump in. You can spread
1: me. Out. I'll read it, too.
0: That can <laughs> awesome. be one of my first DC buys. Awesome. You got to start somewhere. Might as well start with something crazy. Yeah. The other pickup that I got this week is Spidey, number four, The Dizzying Defeat at the Hands of Dr. Doom is the title. I love the fact that he's facing off against Dr. Doom. I love Dr. Doom. He is one of the villains that is so mishandled as far as the cinematic representation goes because he's a great villain. He really is. And I love to read his, his any books that have him in it because I want to see what transpires. And I'm, I'm looking forward to reading this book. I think you said you already read it, Steve, right? Yes. So I'm looking forward to checking it out and seeing how Dr. Doom is portrayed. And the other book that I picked up this week is Star Wars number 18. So I'm a few issues behind in reading this, but I am got the latest issue, and I will read it as soon as I can. That was my acquisitions for this week. But honestly, it doesn't stop there for me if I can continue on just a little bit further. Yeah, go ahead. Let me, grab, let me grab some stuff from over here. Uh, there we go. So I got, I was inspired to kind of go, I don't know, I was, I went down a toy aisle, which is probably never the best idea, and I saw a really cool uh, figure, and it's a Batman v Superman figure, and I was like, oh, that's pretty neat, but I ultimately didn't like it. But then behind it, I saw a figure for Arrow for Stephen Amell's Arrow in the TV series. I was like, oh, that's cool. So I picked that up, and I looked in the back, and there is figures for the Flash, the reverse Flash, and I was like, those are figures that I would really like to get. So I picked up the Arrow figure. I have that. I got a Batman The Dark Knight Returns 30th Anniversary Edition figure. It's pretty cool, and you look in the back of that, it has... They also have available the Superman and the Son of Batman figures from this uh, same comic book as well. And I got the reverse Flash figure because I was able to find that. I still have not found the Flash figure, though. Um, so that's one of the ones I'm still going to be looking for, keeping my eyes peeled for the Flash figure. I've been to <laughs> Toys R Us, uh, two Targets, three Walmarts, still no Flash. But the other thing I picked up, just by walking down a random island Target, is a really cool-looking marvel legends infinite series marvel now iron man it's a it's a build a figure it it comes with a piece of the hulkbuster so mo if you buy all of these figures that come with it there's seven figures they all include a piece of building a hulkbuster unit which looks really cool Mm. i think you'd enjoy this figure and if you collected all of them mo but it's black and gold iron man figure it's really neat I really love these figures. They look great. They'll probably never leave the packaging because that's how I am. <laughs> but I love the, the, the look of them, especially this Iron Man figure. It looks great. So that's the acquisitions for me this week, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that this month. <laughs> so, ladies, gentlemen, true believers, Steve Mo, thank you for accompanying us again on this journey. Any final thoughts from you, Mo, before we close out? Please read silk. Well put. I I can't disagree. Go <laughs> Boone. How about you, Steve?
1: Oh, uh, go enjoy Free Comic Book Day.
0: Yes, Woo! Free Comic Book Day is coming up this Saturday after this show releases, so make sure you go visit your local comic book shop. I know in, in my area there is Zeke's in Washington that will be participating as well as acme over in peoria so those are the only two in my local area that i know for sure but hit up your local comic book shop go to a free comic book day and if you've never read a comp before this is a great time to go get a free one to really kind of understand what comics are all about so go go forth and get a free comic as for me nothing really to plug So you can find me on Twitter. I am at Sith Nightmare. Steve, you're on Twitter, right?
1: Yes, at Steve Waldinger.
0: And Mo? At Coach underscore Hulk. Cool. The show is on Twitter at EntertainingPod. You can send us an email. That's entertaining at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me, Mo, and Steve. We'll... We'll continue this conversation again. I believe that.
1: Shazam.